Welcome back to another episode of Short Sleeve. I'm Brody. Today we are going to be covering the 2021 MLB draft first round. Um, 29 picks, a lot of talent went off the board, of course, and the first overall pick was held by the Pittsburgh Pirates, and they went with Henry Davis, the catcher out of Louisville, which was a surprise of a pick. A lot of people thought they would have gone with Marcelo Meyer, the shortstop from East Lake High School in California, but they decided to go with the catcher. Um, and it's not a bad pick um, because, I mean... Henry Davis hit 370 with 15 home runs in 50 games, um, had more walks than strikeouts, and has great arm strength, but the rest of his defense is kind of lacking, I would say. He has a good arm, great hitting, but uh, if he can work up the defense, then I think that would really make him a great all-around catcher and a guy you can definitely build around. He's not going to be in the majors quickly. Um, None of these guys are because, you know, in the MLB, it's a lot tougher, but he should be pretty good. It's a little bit of a surprise, but I think, I think he'll be fine. He's been consistently in the top five prospects and, I don't think number one overall is that big of a reach. Number two overall, the Rangers took Jack Leiter, right-hand pitcher Vanderbilt. Um, I pretty much predicted this. A lot of people did. Um, just because the Rangers, I mean, it was pretty obvious. Almost every mock draft, almost every analyst is just number two Rangers, Jack Leiter. Um it's going to be Jack Leiter, who's he's gonna be the guy. Um, I mean, he's one of the best pitchers already in the minors now. He, um, I mean, his teammate Kumar Rocker was almost ahead of him. Um, was the number one overall pick a couple months ago, and then kind of fell off in the college, the rest of the college season, but later has, if anything, improved. Um, they, both of them are great, but later I think had the better season and took over the draft boards with the Rangers. The Rangers need pitching badly. They pretty much need everything, but if they need one thing, it is pitching. Jack later, I think is the best pitcher in the draft. And I think this pick does make sense. At three, the Tigers went with Jackson Job, the right-hand pitcher out of Heritage Hall High School in Oklahoma. This one I thought was a little bit of a reach. Um, I mean, he's a high upside guy, but there's also some risk. I mean, it's not like he's not as safe of a prospect as Jack Leiter. Uh, but he does have a lot of upside, but I don't know. I thought it was a little bit of a reach with guys like Marcelo Meyer on the board. And, I mean, Kumar Rocker is still there, but 
Job is a good pitcher. I just think it's a little bit of a reach, but the Tigers do still need pitching. Another another team that needs all around things. I mean, in the MLB draft, though, you're not really going with positional need. You're kind of just going more with who you think is the best player available. And I guess they thought that was Jackson Job, and so he is headed to Detroit. At the fourth overall pick, the Red Sox got a number one prospect, Marcelo Meyer, who was number one in a lot of mock drafts. A lot of people had him going to Pittsburgh, but they went with Henry Davis. And I just find it crazy how, like, the Red Sox are, like, like, they're one of the best teams in the American League right now, and they just got arguably the number one prospect in the draft. I mean, they're leading their division and probably are going to make the playoffs, but somehow they also got one of the best players, if not the best player in the draft. It's going to be weird to see what they're going to try to fit in because, I mean, you do have Xander Bogarts and Raphael Devers who are still relatively young. Xander Bogarts is a little bit older, um, but Devers, your third baseman, is younger. I mean, Bogarts is really only 28. Devers is 24. So you got two young infielders there where, you know, a guy like Marcelo Meyer might play second or third. Or not second or third, shortstop or third. I mean, I guess you could try to move him around to second. Um. But it's going to be interesting to see where you try to fit him. I mean, he's still got time to develop into a lot of different positions. But I think you could probably try to fit him in at second base because you really got you really don't have many players there that are really starting caliber. At the fifth overall pick, the Orioles went with Colton Cowser the center fielder out of Sam Houston State. And I don't know. I mean, he's got a big bat, that's for sure. He hit 374 with 16 home runs. Um, But I think this one was a little bit of a reach. He was really out of the top 10 on most boards um, in most mock drafts. But, I mean... It's another big hitter with a top five pick for them. Like they got with Adley Rutschman, who played in the Futures game yesterday. And I doubt really he'll be in the minor leagues for much longer. But I don't know. I think it was a little bit of a reach with some good players, good bats still on the board. But Colton Kowser is going to Baltimore. At six, the Diamondbacks took Jordan Lawler. Shortstop out of Jesuit High School. Um, and he is a very good player, number one on some draft boards, but here falling all the way to number six. Um, he's gotten great. Uh, he's got great everything, really. I mean, good defense, good bat. Um, above average pretty much everywhere. So 
And he's got, yeah, one of the best gloves out of pretty much anybody in this draft. And when you hear that with some pretty good hitting, I think you have to be excited about that if you're the Diamondbacks. At seven, the Royals took Frank Mazzucato, left-hand pitcher out of East Catholic High School. And this one, I don't know. It was kind of, I think it was a little bit early for him, but... I mean, they went with him over Kumar Rocker, which I thought was a little bit surprising, but still, I think it should be a decent pick. I don't think it's too bad of a pick, but I mean, he he he's kind of like one of the players who kind of shot up draft boards. Um, I don't know if I would have taken him here, but he is... He's a good pitcher. I don't think there's any doubt there, but a low 90s fastball is not really great. He's still got time to develop, and he does have you know pretty a pretty good curveball, a lot of spin on it. But I don't know. I'm kind of worried about the low 90s fastball. At eight, the Rockies took Benny Montgomery, the center fielder out of Redland High School. Um, and he is going to, he's a big power guy, 6'4", um, and, you know, he's got good speed, good power, um, they went with the outfielder again after taking one last year, I remember, um, but... He is, he's got potential to hit a lot of home runs. He's a big power guy. But, um, I don't, I just don't know. I don't really think that the outfielders were as good this year. But I think it's still a solid pick at number eight. At number nine, the Angels took Sam Bachman out of Miami, Ohio, right-handed pitcher. Um... He's got one of the fastest arms in the league. Most of his fastballs were 95 to 97, and his fastest was 101 miles an hour. He didn't pitch too much this year, but he when he did, he still had a 1.81 ERA with 93 strikeouts and just one home run. And I think there is, like, the fastball, but... People, a lot of people see him as more of a bullpen type of a guy, like a reliever, but because of, you know, his, he's not the most durable pitcher, but I don't know. I think he probably will end up as a reliever. He's, he's missed time because of, a, because of his arm, and I think this one pretty much looks like a reliever. I don't really know though. He could try to start, but in my mind, I think this is pretty much going to end up being a reliever. At ten is where the Mets got Kumar Rocker, the right-hander out of Vanderbilt. He was the number one pick a couple months ago, then slid down the draft boards after struggles in twenty twenty one. 
I mean, he kind of just struggled all the way. But his breaking balls, curveballs, sliders, they're really good. The Mets, though, I mean, Kuma Rocker and Jacob deGrom in the same rotation is going to be scary. Um, But I think it's a good pick. I think he did. I don't think, you know, it's a steal, but I do think this is a good pick overall for the Mets. Now, what I think is a steal here is number 11, where the Nationals got Brady House shortstop out of Winderboro High School in Georgia. Um, a lot of people, though, think he'll move to third base, both because Trey Turner is the, the national shortstop and also his size. But he's got a lot of power, um, a big arm, and overall, I think he's going to be really good but the one thing I don't really like with these high school guys is that you have to wait so long to see them because you have to wait the four years they're in college and then you have to wait additional years when they're in the minors but I don't really know um he is I think he's probably like a top a top 10 level player for sure some people have him top five but overall, I do think he is one of the best players in this draft, especially one of the best shortstop. And I think giving him at 11 for the Nationals is a steal. And the Nationals really don't take position players. They've taken pitchers in like seven out of their last eight first rounders. But here they were able to get a great position player in Brady House. At 12, the Mariners took Harry Ford. Um, high school catcher out of North Cobb High School. And is a very good power hitter. Uh, most catchers are. Uh, 5'10", 200, with a lot, like I said, of power. But he's got good speed all around. I think he's a pretty good player. Um, I think this is a pretty solid pick at number 12. Some other notable picks, Will Bednar who had a great college World Series, went at 14 to the Giants. Um, yeah, one of the best college World Series performances in recent history, I would say. Um, at 16, the Marlins got, I think, a really good value pick in Khalil Watson, the shortstop out of Wake Forest High School. Um, I think, yeah, like, People should have taken him a lot earlier. I think he's probably had top 10 pick potential. Um, but I think overall the Marlins got a great player here at 16. Another shortstop went 17 to the Reds. Matt McLean um, was actually 25th overall in, I think, 2018. But instead, he went to UCLA instead of going with the Diamondbacks. But now he is out of UCLA and got drafted by the Reds. At pick number 21, the Cubs went with Jordan Wicks, left-hand pitcher out of Kansas State, highest ever drafted Kansas State pitcher. 
had 118 strikeouts in 92.1 innings, which is very, very impressive. Um, another pitcher with a low with a low 90s fastball, but a very high spin rate on his off-speed pitches. And I think overall he's going to be a pretty good pitcher. The Cubs do need some rotation players, um, especially especially pitchers. I think they really – I think Kyle Hendricks has had an up-and-down season, and the rest of their pitchers are in anything incredibly special. At 27, the Padres went with Jackson Merrill, shortstop out of Severna Park High School, uh, who was pretty much another guy who came up the draft boards pretty late. But, um, I mean, it's still a little bit of a reach. I mean, a lot of people didn't even have him in the first round, but, I mean, I guess if you're, you know, that, I guess if you're that close to the end of the first round, I mean, it's okay to take a reach and then with the final pick of the first round at 29 uh with the final official pick at 29 the dodgers went with maddox bronze left-hand pitcher and so he he throws hard for sure but sometimes his location's a bit off um, good breaking balls, but his fastball is a big question mark. But the Dodgers have done pretty well with developing their pitchers, so I guess we'll see how that happens. But anyways, that's pretty much all of the big first-round moves, so that is all for today. I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you soon for another episode.